So this now, back up the hill for his par. Oh no. This for par. Oh my goodness. It lips out. Thank you for tuning in to another Dude Where's My Par podcast with Drebs and Special K. This past weekend was the Honda Classic at PGA National, and wow, what a tournament. Another tournament, another playoff. Justin Thomas wins in the playoff against Luke List. It was really exciting coming down the stretch. Alex Noren, he was leading at minus seven, sitting in the clubhouse when Luke List and Justin Thomas tee off. They both come down, absolutely nails, make birdie, force a playoff with each other, kick Alex Noren to the curb. What did we see in the in the playoff uh, special, okay? I absolutely loved it coming down the stretch. Noren has been there, man, a lot recently. Uh, I, man, he's scary, but he just never seems to close it out. He just seems to always get right there. Coming down the stretch, JT was fantastic. The course was, was playing super, super hard. You know, you got to get lucky breaks to win. JT hits the rocks on the sixth hole. It almost goes in. I don't know if you saw that. And then going into 18, him and uh, him and List were awesome. He hits the shot tight. They birdie, go to the playoff. JT's absolute nails with the shot going over the water. It was awesome to watch. The Pro Tracer was great. CBS has given us more. I cannot say it enough. Pro Tracer on every shot. Let's go. That five wood into the green on 18 in the, the playoff, which set Justin Thomas up for basically a two-putt birdie. Um it's so dark outside. He goes, I'm hitting the five wood so good. I know I can carry the bunker. He says he just all, all he did was watch the water to make sure it didn't splash. He heard a, the chant from the or the, the crowd cheering. He knew he was on. He knew he had it in the bag. And then List followed it up with a really good recovery. I mean, it was... It was no gimme coming know. back for par, especially it, when he's waiting on Thomas to hit a birdie putt from three feet. Yeah, it was... I, I, Luke List actually impressed me. He, blo- he blocked that one out right. Off his tee shot and didn't really hit a good recovery shot after that and still was able to make par in the playoff hole. It just wasn't enough to get it done. JT hits an absolutely terrible, terrible first putt. Leaves himself a little bit more than than I expected and buried it. I mean, it, it was great. List was awesome. I mean, List has been there now quite a bit here in the last couple tournaments. I don't I don't know what you think. He, he he's having a great season. It's gonna. It's it's been a great year, Steve. He's a great young player. I mean, there's a lot of guys this year that are just young and making a name for themselves out here. And I think Lucas is another name to watch for. The guy's been great. Totally. Another one that I like is uh, Tommy Fleetwood this week, man. What do you think? Holy cow! Like you said in the last one, I'm a big Euro guy. Loved Fleetwood. I mean, he was in contention all day. He had a b- bad couple holes coming down the stretch and wasn't able to get it done, but. Hey, at a fourth place finish, the guy's been all over the top of the leaderboard lately. I think he's going to get a W this year on the tour. I love this guy, man. His swing is absolutely solid. One of my favorite swings to watch on tour. I think he's going to win this year. He just does everything good. Listen to his tournament. Shots gained off the tee, 14. Shots gained approach, 9. Shots gained around the green, 9. Shots gained tee degree, 2. Shots gained total, 4. The only thing he did bad all week his shots game putting were 58th. I mean, he can play flat out. Putter gets hot, he probably wins. Oh, and I agree. And he's a great Sunday player. He made that huge charge 
<clears throat> on the Euro Tour to come back. He was down. He shot a minus six to come back and win. I mean, the guy knows how to play, and the guys know how to make money. I, I like Fleetwood a lot, a lot, and I, I definitely think that he's getting he's getting a dub at least at one W on the PGA Tour this year, maybe two. He's uh, he's solid, man. Another guy, another Euro guy who played absolutely great, finished one spot ahead of Fleetwood in third. Alex Norin, he is my stripe show of the week. Uh, I mean, he shoots eight under on the weekend. He's the only player in the field to outshoot Thomas on the weekend. He was absolutely awesome in this tournament, and he just he missed it by one stroke, missed the playoff. Do you think there's something to that? What the, you know, they say that it fat. He just doesn't seem to close it out, and he gets there. He's right there, and there's a guy just a little bit better that week. He just needs to find <clears> that. Maybe make one more birdie, save one more shot, and he can win. Well, it was, it was Friday that killed him. He shot a 75. It, it, that's, that's no good. And I mean, obviously the conditions weren't great the first couple rounds, but you can't be putting up high numbers in the early rounds because there's only so many strokes you can gain on Saturday and Sunday. He did play the tournament two under at the Bear Trap for the, for the week, or for the, actually from Thursday to Sunday. I'd say the way the Bear Trap was playing and with the wind that was blowing and the crazy conditions, that's a pretty awesome stat. No, I, I totally agree. What do you, what are your thoughts on the on the bear trap in general? I think the bear trap ate every, most players alive this weekend. Yeah, but I mean, do you like it? Do you not like it? Um, how, what, how do I mean, I don't know. If, if personally, if it, for if the average guys playing there, if me or you were playing there, not a big fan. Too much water in play, way too hard. But you know what? These guys need a challenge. The best players in the world. So I actually, despite not being the biggest Jack Nicholas course guy. I actually like the bear trap for TV. It's great to watch. I hate... I, I don't even know what, what's different, but 15 and 17 are the same hole. I mean, there's no there's no creativity. It's the same shot, about the same distance. There's, I, I can't even tell on TV which is which. It's like... I don't know. I, I, I like it, I guess. It was really hard. It's it, the, the whole course is really hard, but I don't know. I just think they're, they're, there's not, not a lot of creativity there. Now, 18... It's like Tory 18, when the water is over there and you got to make the players think, do you go for it? Do you not go? For it? It's fun to watch. I, I mean, I, I can't hate on that. It was fun. The playoff was fun. The 18th holes, there's great for TV. It's made for TV. I think we're both on the same page. We like to see these guys drop to their knees and prove that they're human. And yeah. I think that not only did the conditions help that, but I think the bear trap helped show that, hey, these guys are human. They're not robots. They can mess up. And a lot of them ended up paying, actually, down the stretch. It costs a lot of guys a tournament. It just shows with, uh, you know, some wind and some subpar putting surfaces. I don't know if you heard that. The putting surfaces were not the greatest. There were some rumors that they sanded them with some green sand, painted them, so they look good for TV. Uh, you know, there was a lot of close-ups. Bumpy, it, not the best greens, plus the wind. Set up for a really, really tough tournament, man. Yeah, definitely. And... I, I went with my stripe show. What was your stripe show? My stripe show was JT on Sunday on 18. I mean, it was an absolute stripe show. Has to lay up because he hits a terrible drive, you know, um, before the playoff. Recovers nicely. Stripes away. Almost made the wedge. I jumped off my couch. I thought it was going in. It was awesome. Stuck it. There was no doubt he was making uh, birdie after list. 
hit it in two. So you know the pressures. I mean, it was a pressure cooker situation. They both birdie. They go back to 18. And he just effortless. It looked that pro tracer of his second shot into the 18th green was a stripe show, baby. And I loved it. It was great. It was awesome. It's exactly what we want in a stripe show. I mean, who hits the woods better on tour? You look at some of the woods that he's hit over the last year. Pro Tracer or not, the guy, he hits the living piss out of the ball. He, know, he knows how to work it, but man, that thing was just a laser beam. Dead straight laser. It was awesome, man. I, I loved it. It was it was an absolute stripe show. JT, JT's awesome, man. He is definitely, he's probably going to win two, maybe three more times this year. I feel like he just, when he's on, he wasn't even on this week, and, and he still won is, is the way I feel. He could have been better out there. I mean... I think that realistically, if you say a guy wins five tournaments the year after he wins five tournaments, I don't think it's a stretch though. I mean, I didn't say five. I said two, three, three more. more. He's I got mean, two already. That's four or five. I think yeah. he's capable of winning five tournaments every year. I think he's got that kind of talent. I mean, two years on tour, he's got eight wins, including a major. I don't think Justin Thomas is stopping the train anytime soon. I don't either. And then it's going to be the, you know, he just needs to start racking up the majors like Spieth, and, and, and he'll pass Spieth, man. I mean, he could be the best American player. DJ's number one right now, but JT is on. I think that was his eighth win in 31 starts. Oh. So, yeah, it was seven, the seventh, eighth. He won oh, eight, eight total. total sorry. Seventh and 31. Holy which is, cow. I mean, that's better than I mean, 20%. That's crazy. Oof. So that was unbelievable. You know who didn't have uh, a Justin Thomas like week? Uh, he is the my shit show of the week. That was Smiley Kaufman. Continued. Yikes. I mean, he's really he's been on a shit show train for almost a year now, but he went out and fired back-to-back 80 bombs. 83-80 was plus 23. <laughs> Obviously misses the cut. Um, surprisingly enough, he's paired with Jimmy Walker and Hudson Swafford. You'd think that the bad slow play might mess him up. Nope. They both made the cut. Um, but him, Smiley, he's only made... One cut in his last nine events, and the only one he made was a T69. It's been absolutely atrocious. He still has not recovered from the Sunday 81. I think it was an 81. And the, the Masters. Masters. And then he watched Spieth chunk it in the race. It was a mess, man. That was just a whole mess of a Sunday afternoon for both of them. He's the, He hasn't recovered from that. Now, I mean... Do you know how long ago to get his win? What is he in? I mean, if he doesn't get in the 125 this year, is he going to end up in Q school? Oh, he's in jeopardy big time. His last win, I want to say, was in October of 2015. So we're talking, I mean, this October, his exemption ends. Who knows? Spring break next year, he could end up being a web.com guy, hanging out with all the pros, right? <laughs> hanging, out, hanging out with the, all, the, all the PGA studs. Ricky's going to go, hey, man, uh, send, send a smile to the plane. He can't, he can't split it with us this year. Yeah, this, <laughs> might, this might be his last uh, spring break as a PGA Tour he, player. You know, from what I see on Snapchat, and I don't know anything, you know, I don't. but it seems like he's never playing really, never practicing really. He hangs out with his wife a lot and parties. And, and I don't know if that's a, a good take or a bad take, but it just is kind of what's out there. Uh, I don't know much about the guy, but it's, it's kind of what I see. And I'm going to go with what I see, man. I don't think he's putting the work in to be on tour. And I think he got the win young and thought, oh, man, I'm good. I, you know... 
I, I got this. And no, you got to keep keep grinding, man. It is always a grind on PGA Tour. You can never take take a break. I think that's actually a pretty popular take. Most people I've talked to about Smiley who at least follow him on social media, you know, he's he wants to be a Kardashian, but he's not putting he's not he's not making money and he's he's not doing anything to really stay relevant. So it's hard to be a Kardashian when you're not doing anything. Hey. But is it? Yeah, I don't. Hey, he's uh, gone from playing at Sunday Group in the Masters to uh, sitting with the Barstool Sports thing outside in the Natty Light Tour, getting paid for that. Yeah, uh, big upgrade, buddy. Yeah, oh, yikes. He's, he's definitely the bro of the tour. <laughs> yeah. Who's your shit show this week? My shit show would be uh, the CBS bringing in on Saturday Barbara Nicholas and Sunday Jack Nicholas into the booth. I'm fine with them bringing him in and like doing a little interview. But then, like, Jim Nance, it, it's, it's, like, a really awkward situation. I don't know if you noticed it, but, like, then they asked for them to, like, stay and watch. Well, why don't you stay and watch some golf? And then, like, I'm sitting at home just, like, watching the tournament on Saturday. A couple hours goes by. Like, I think two hours went by, okay? You hear Jim Nance, oh, Barbara, what would you think of that? Oh, it's this little old lady, like, Barbara Nick. Oh, it was a great shot. Like, she doesn't know what she's seeing. She's still in there two hours later. It was, like... Oh my God! They got Jack Nicholas like falling asleep watching golf with Nance, and fall- it was like, get him out of there, man! It's an awkward situation. Interview him, get him out. It's weird. You I had, don't like it. You had to bring it up. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. it was awkward, man. Jack Nicholas, I did not like it, man. Jack Nicholas, oh man! Anytime he's on the coverage and he's in the booth, it's a, uh, it's him picking on the young guys. It's him. It's he's a pissed off jag off. Get off my lawn. Hey, smile a little bit. Give some of these young guys the credit that they deserve. This isn't the 70s. Sorry that you, you know, hey, maybe you're getting a little old, feeling a little inferior. These guys are hitting it longer than you were, and you were the longest guy on tour. I don't know what it is, but hey, smile, old man. Easy, easy, Drebs. He's he's Jack Nicholas. He's got, I mean, let, let's, let's, and he does a ton around there for the kids in the children's hospital, the whole thing. Let, let, the golden bear, man. I mean, come on. It's Jack. Everybody, everybody's got their take, and maybe I'm a little biased because I'm a big Tiger guy, and he's... Be that, a Tiger guy and respect what Jack did. I mean, let's be honest here. He's Jack. I, I'm just... We're going to move on. I got to move on from this. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, we we can really just go right into the good, the bad, the ugly. Do you, do you want to start, or would you like me to? Because uh, you want to know what my good was? I can't believe we haven't gotten there yet. Tiger Woods, baby, let's go. I love being wrong, and I was so wrong last week, and I couldn't be happier. Tiger Woods is here. Like we said, he's not back. He's oh, he's here. here. He and he proved it. We're gonna give you some some stats, guys, out there. This what? I, I'm shocked. I did not think this course set up good for him. I thought he was not gonna have the driver. I mean, he. I think. I'll get into it a little more as we get into Tiger, but I think he managed the driver well, and you can ask me about that. It was great. It was it was so exciting. Having Tiger back is so good. Great. Yeah. I mean, his irons were solid as usual. He made. I mean, he was dropping birdie putts from 15, 20 feet. I mean, the driver driver wasn't great. It was bad. I mean, it was look. He he was fourth in driving distance. What I think, Drebs, what he did well was, man, he took a lot of irons off tees where I don't, I didn't pay, I should have paid closer attention where I think guys were still taking driver. He would hit a, a three wood, he'd hit irons, 
and I think he managed his way just because he's so such a smart golfer, strategy what he knows exactly what he's trying to do out there. He kind of managed it around there, but he's hitting it far, and he was hitting it much much better. Yeah, I mean, if he hit the, he was definitely better this week. If he hit the driver, I mean, he didn't use the driver as much, but if he hit his drives like he was hitting them at Torrey Pines and at Riviera, it would have been really bad news for him. So he definitely honed it. He, he tightened it up a little bit. Uh, I mean, finishing 12th place, I mean, come on. He's that close to a top 10, and he wasn't even driving the ball that great. His the guy's right speed, there. He is right there. Oh, I agree. Swing speed, 128 and a half. He would have led the tour in swing speed. I mean, that. I, 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 mean I believe that it. is holy cow. He's still taking huge rips at the ball. Obviously, he's not as compressed as he was before because obviously, do we need another back surgery? No. Fusion. But... I mean, he he looks so powerful when he swings the club. It's great. I, the only thing that I really, that I guess, like, I, I was like, oh, my God. You know, they ask him after tournament, he's interviewing, he's very happy. You know, I got to get back in the gym. Tiger, take it easy. Get a massage. I thought the same Stretch thing. out, you know. Uh, maybe ride the bike a little bit. Don't get goofy in the gym now. We like seeing you in the Sunday Red. And he was right there. I mean, there was a point where I thought, he might holy make it, yeah. crap. If he makes a birdie or two coming down the stretch, maybe these guys fold because they see Tiger at like... If I thought for a second he might post five or six under. I really thought that. And then the bear trap all week. Yep. Ate him up. God darn. Ate him up. He, I was, was, oh. he went bogey, double bogey during the bear trap. I mean, he was plus three on the last four holes down the stretch. It was disappointing, but he was three over in the last four holes and he still finished in 12th. Yeah. His proximity to the hole with the irons was unbelievable. And Numero, he was the he best was player best, out there. I think it was 18 feet or something. That is what he did so much better than everything everyone else. He's the greatest iron player that ever lived, and he would just stick shots to make birdies. He's going to win a major. If he does that, he's going to win a major this year. No doubt about it. His iron play is the greatest in the history of the game no doubt about it, and and it's back. I mean, it is. It was on, man. It if he made a couple more putts, if he, he wasn't, probably wins the turn. If he wasn't burning edges, I think he'd have been right there. I, I mean, I totally agree. On Sunday, I, I he was so close on every approach. I was like, how does he not have more birdies? It was like, oh, it was awesome to watch. It was it, you could feel the momentum too when he started. That man, the crowds are a little different. There's a good vibe about the tournament. It's all good when Tiger's right in the mix on a Sunday. It's all good. I got nothing bad to say about it. I mean, the dude's the he, dude's a mover. He's got me excited to watch. I mean, I was excited before to watch him, but he's got me really excited now. I cannot wait to see him win. So that was my next. So when does he win? When does when do you think he plays next? First of all, I I, I think it's pretty obvious. And then when 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 does he win? Um, is he playing next week? No, he can't. It's WGC. Yeah, I know. I wish I, I was hoping they have some kind of exemption for him there. Like, you know, oh well, he's a how many? He's won eighteen WGCs. I was hoping they throw him in there. Um, he probably plays next to Arnold Palmer. Probably that's where every that's what I was gonna say. Every everybody thinks that's that's where he's playing, and I I think that's where he wins. I I think that he's either gonna win at Arnold Palmer, or I'm gonna go on and limb here, and he, or he he wins the Masters. I like both courses for him. Um. I, I think I think all the doubters now 
can sit back and go, okay, I think I can jump on the hype train now. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be disappointed by Tiger. He's put up enough good performances here that and he and pain free, might I add, not holding his back, walking down the fairways, just strutting his stuff. He's back, man, and I I, I don't know what else to say about it. I don't think I, I hear some I don't think the young guys can handle the Tiger crowds. They're not used to it, man. You got Rory's, oh I need Madville after that, all these guys. They this they don't know what it's like when this guy's rolling, man. Things get nuts. Tiger Tiger is a different animal out there, man. They don't even understand what it's gonna get goofy if he's at Sunday Major winning. Ho ho. And these guys are already complaining and you know, I need an Advil after that. The crowds are goofy. Dude, this is Tiger. Tiger's used this has been Tiger's whole career. There's Tiger's one, entire career. There's one man who could handle it. I, well, I take it back. There's two guys who I think and we talk we talk about him every friggin' podcast. It's Jordan Spieth. Yeah, I know. We can't not talk about the Golden Boy because the mental game. His mental game is too good. So he, so Jordan can handle it if they're paired on a Sunday at a major. And Phil can handle it. Phil's been around Tiger his whole career. Totally. He knows the crowds. Yep. Those are the only two guys. I, so, I agree. I don't think I don't think Rory likes it at all. And I know JT hates it. JT can't so, handle it. We're, I mean, we'll get into that. We, yeah. we saw what he we'll couldn't get, handle. We'll, we'll get into that's, that later. That's down the road here. But Speaking of Rory. Tiger, actually, speaking of Rory. I'm gonna move on to my to the uh, to the bad. My bad was Rory McIlroy this week. I mean, holy crap! He shoots plus nine for the tournament. You know he's hitting out of the bushes from his knees. He's all over the course. Makes a quad bogey on 17. Hits two in the. He hits one in the water. Then he hits one from the in the water from the drop area. I mean, it, it was bad. What's going on? I mean, I hate to say it's only three tournaments. See, last week I said it's only you know two tournaments. He's just not looked good at all since he's come back to the PGA Tour. He was rolling in on the year. I, in Dubai, he looked awesome. I don't understand what the heck is going on here. Like, I just, Rory is a stud. We know that. The only thing he did good all week, what do you think it was? Just just, just take a wild guess. Well, I'm not, it's not, it wasn't his putting, was it? No. Because his, his putting, putting actually, it wasn't, he was 25th. Gen- in putting. He's perpetually been a bad putter the last yes. couple of years. Irons. No. Typical Rory. The, he, all he's doing is he's just piping drives. He was great. All, you know, single-digit stats and strokes on the driver, strokes gain, distance. He's a great driver of the golf ball. We understand that. But Rory, you gotta, you gotta get the wedges dialed in. That's his biggest... He's piping them. 350. He's got a wedge into these long par fours, and he's missing the green with a wedge. That cannot happen. That's where Dustin took his game to the next level. He can stick though. He's they both are have wedges in all the greens. Who's hitting greens and who's not? Dustin's hitting them and putting them tight and scoring. And Rory just isn't doing it. And power players like that need to be able to put it tight. That's their advantage. He's taking his whole advantage away. Look, we're we're over two years removed from his last win on the PGA. We're almost four years removed from his last major. Rory's never. Rory's hasn't really been back. Rory's been... He's had injuries over the last year or two. The soccer thing, I really think. That was right in the hay. Ugh. I, I think you're right. I mean, that's when that's really when things started going bad for him. He has not recovered. Tiger's more back than Rory's back. <laughs> and I know, that's, I know that sounds like outrageous. outrageous, but it's true. It's slightly true. Kai, I mean, he's outplaying him. Yeah. He's outplaying him all year. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I'm just... 
I'm such a Rory guy. I, I absolutely love his personality. I love his swing. I, I want to see him win. I think he's going to win, but like, you know, I don't want, I don't want to get worried, but I'm worried. I am kind of worried. I mean, I mean, he's got four majors. These, these younger guys, I guess Rory would still be considered a young guy are, 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 are playing him every week. I mean, if you took me, are you, if you ask me JT or Rory, I, I'm taking JT, man. Oh, I mean, I, he's got too many wins over the last couple of years. He's been too consistent, you know, I think the PGA, I think everybody who obviously likes Rory, but especially the PGA, nobody wants Rory back more than they do. To have Tiger and Rory both playing well, they're the two needle movers on tour right now. I would say Spieth in a close third to Rory and JT coming in fourth probably now. Dustin. Du- yeah, Dustin's up there too. You know, yeah. I mean, the number one player in the world, for God's sakes. <laughs> I don't think, well, and I don't, I don't think he gets... He's not like a young, cool guy. He's not no, in the media yeah, as much. He's kind of boring. He yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I, I hope Rory comes back. I'm a big Rory guy too. We'll see if it happens sometime this year. I think that he will win this year. I really do. I, I think he's too talented not to. He's going he's gonna to win this year. I mean. We're going to throw down a dude where's my par bet. Okay. Ten bucks he doesn't win this year on the PGA Tour. You're on. All right. All right. Let's do it. Log it. Don't forget. Oh, you're gonna somebody will remind. Someone yeah, remind Exactly. Us. What's your bet? Tiger in the bear trap. Yes. The golden bear got him. Tiger played uh, the bear trap for the week at eight over par. And I'm sure that no one was smiling harder than Jack Nicklaus. <laughs> oh God, here you go. But you know what? I will say this though. I'm, Surprisingly enough, as much as he shit on Tiger in the past, he did say it's great to see Tiger playing great again. It's absolutely unbelievable to watch. Jack made me happy just a little bit yesterday when he spoke good words about Tiger. I'm glad you could admit that. This isn't, you know, a Jack-hating podcast. He is, you know, beloved and the, only the greatest golfer that ever lived. Debatable. You love him or you hate him? I'm, and I, I'm, yeah. not, I'm a hater. I'm, and maybe it's because I didn't want, get to watch him play enough when I, you know, as I was younger, but just not, just not a fan. So, uh... Yeah, it was awful, man. I mean, if he... If he... On Sunday alone, if he just didn't put it in the water... Oh my God, I was like, come on, dude. He just barely missed it. It was, yeah, the bear trap got him all week. I think it was his Achilles heel. And then by the end of it, after the first three days, I think it was just a mental thing, honestly. I just think he got to the point, he was he was thinking about it the rest of the round. Once he got there, he was just nonstop thinking about the water. He put it in the water twice on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, when you're coming down the stretch, water doesn't help you win tournaments. So. No, and you got to avoid it. Moving on to the ugly, I mean, I'm going to take yours first, Matt, because I have a feeling my, my ugly is going to be a little more of a discussion. We'll just touch on it briefly. I mean, my ugly, we already kind of briefly touched on it. I put the greens. I didn't know from TV. I knew they were bumpy. You, you could, They did a close-up. I think it was Friday. I can't recall exactly. I wanted Tiger's birdies, and it bumped right before it. I was like, man, that's not a good look. But then come to find out, they're throwing green sand over... They're sanding the greens because they're in such bad shape with green sand so it looks good on TV and painting them, for God's sakes. Painting the greens. What what the hell? If they're browned out, let them browned out. What the hell are you doing? Listen, I mean, how much money do these places take in off, I mean, revenue from the events? A ton. You can't prepare the course for these players. These are the best guys in the world. They should be playing on world-class greens, rolling true, rolling fast, and rolling smooth. And... 
I just think it's unacceptable when a course has that much time to prepare. I know that there was obviously they've had hurricanes, weather issues, whatever the problem was. They said it was what they said was. I heard Jack speak to it. I guess it's been cold down there for this. I I don't know for this January or whatever December. They got shallow roots, and that's what they're blaming. And they're in the greens, so that's that. That was the explanation that that we got. With the money they have, there's got. There's got to be plenty of money there to fix that. The green should be good. Yes. Let's leave it at that. Yeah, That's all we should. expect on the PGA Tour. I mean, these guys should not be putting on bumpy greens. Nope. I don't want a bump to affect the outcome of the tournament. Couldn't agree more. My ugly, the fans. Again. Was it the fans or was it JT? I mean, this is getting to the point now. I don't know, man. I think people are turning on him a little bit. And that may be so. My opinion is that if the fans not heckling him, yelling things to him trying to get in his ear before he tees off. There's no reaction. There's no kicking spectators out. For for those that don't know, we had a uh, Happy Gilmore-type situation at the Honda Classic uh, this week. Apparently, there was a guy heckling JT. You will not make this putt, you jackass. Now, by now, everyone's probably heard, um, you know, the guy yells something when he was walking to the tee box, okay? On 18. You're going to hit it in the water. While he was walking there. Not before, you know, not while he's in his backswing. Then, when the ball's in the air, screaming, get in the bunker. I mean, I don't think it's a big deal, really. Okay. I'm going to give you a little couple scenarios here. Because I thought about this a lot today. So, if you're playing in a scramble on a Saturday with some random people. You know some people. You don't know some people. And some random guy is walking past you when you're about to hit your tee shot and says... I hope you hit it in the water. You're going to look at him and go, did he just say that? You're going to maybe brush it off. I don't know. You go up to the tee, you hit your shot, and the guy starts yelling, get in the bunker. You're not going to turn around and give him a piece of your mind? I if, if Okay, scramble scenario. I'm probably having a few cocktails. It's a little loose. No big deal. I'd probably let it go. You, you A str- random stranger. I don't, you know me. What, would I, what do you think I would do? Uh, I think you'd throw your hat down and you'd, you'd, it would get a little heated. Oh, so, come on. It's just a scramble. Regardless. Okay. okay. A member guest at the club, whatever it is. Oh, now see, when you put some dough on the line, I mean, there's a difference, I guess. So 1.2 million is not dough? The it guys is, pay for one. Here's my point. Okay. Here's my point. My dad always said this growing up when I was playing. Tiger's dad did the same thing. I mean, you just have to ignore it. They're not there. Tiger's dad used to blow air horns. He used to throw stuff in his backswing when he was training him as a kid. He would drop broomsticks, yell, everything. Every single thing. So Tiger learned to just concentrate. That was Tiger Woods. He doesn't even acknowledge it. First That's thing, all I'm saying. First thing he doesn't is, even acknowledge it. But you're talking about somebody who's won 79 events, 14 majors, not a guy who's won 8 events, 1 major, didn't have a dad JT like Earl Woods. JT is a top player. Oh, yes, he is. did. His dad was a tour or a, a, a teacher. He's a PGA teaching professional. That's fine. His grandfather was on tour. Was he blown air? Earl Woods created the... Most iconic, one of the greatest athletes of all time. You can't say that just because Tiger did it, Justin should have to do it. I'm saying he's a top athlete. He's a different he, breed. He shouldn't even be listening to the crowd. He should just be thinking about the shot that he's about to hit, honestly. Some guys can yell whatever they want. You know, we have a patio overlooking our 18th green. And, you know, I don't even pay attention. We get heckled. You know, I don't even listen. I don't even hear what's going on when you're coming and putting or whatever is going on. You, you know, and that's a totally different scenario. But I'm just saying, like, if I can do that, I'm like a Saturday afternoon round, 
He should be so focused. He's playing for $1.2 million coming down the stretch. Who, who cares what some guy says? I mean, big deal. I mean, come on. I think that Justin's loved and hated. I think he's has his tour sauce antics. He's he, let's go to the club. Last year, it was a little bit of a shit show with Justin Thomas and the whole the club it, flying into the crowd was a little outrageous. Yes, and that's kind of I think that's when he kind of dialed it in a little bit and toned it back. But playing it up for no laying up a little bit. Yeah, well, yeah. But but people don't people don't a lot of people don't want to see that, so they automatically hate Justin. So they go to these these events, they want to heckle him. But like we said last time. What this? Well, they go, oh yeah, that was me on six trying to get on TV. They think they're cool. Look, there's no place for it in golf. Golf's a gentleman's sport, the most gentleman sport, really game, ever created. It's supposed to be a game of class, and the spectators should act with class. And I just don't think that there's a place for that in golf. And I don't. It's golf's not a shit show. It's not football. I totally agree. And here's a few things. Apparently, the guy was following him all day long. I could see, and that's why I said a Happy Gilmore situation in the beginning of this, I, jackass. I could <laughs> see where that could get after if 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 the same guy, same every freaking hole, it would get get annoying totally. I just think as a professional and as a the, one of the top players in the world, he could have handled it with more professionalism. Hey, you know, you have an entourage of police and Mark. Pull as you're walking up. Pull, say something to Jimmy the caddy. Pull the marshal side. Hey, you know that guy's been following me all day. Could you do something about it? Yada, yada, yada. It's a guy in the seminar. He, hey, buddy, you're out of here, buddy. I mean, the way he went about it was a little, it came off as arrogant and cocky. I love Justin Thomas. I do. I love everything about him. He's awesome. I just think that it came off, it came off kind of, kind of arrogant, kind of cocky. And it also came came off like entitled. Like, hey, man, it's a privilege to watch me. Get out of here. Well, here's the thing. I, I think that Justin Thomas respects his fans. That guy's not a fan. He doesn't own that guy's that guy was a prick. There's there's nothing that guy's not there to watch and support these guys. The guy's there to try to tear him down and make him lose. Get him on get on TV. I, yeah, you know, what when you yeah. And, you know, and, the, I can't and the, other, with that. the other thing about it is where you want him to go, there, he's a young guy, right? So he's probably obviously he's confident. You know, he goes out there, he's winning on the biggest stage in golf, but does he want to look like a, a wimp, if you will? Like, oh, let me go tell the teacher so he can escort that guy? No. He probably thought, I'm going to take care of this myself. But when you're in that situation, he's on 16. He's tied for the lead. He's trying to win $1.2 million. He's trying to just remove the distraction. He doesn't care how it happens. Remove the distraction as quickly as possible. Get him out of my way so that I can continue this tournament and don't have any distractions down the stretch. Don't you think him, though, like, regardless... Him just down the stretch would have been a bigger, like, little F you to the guy than, hey, buddy, you're out of here. <laughs> I, I mean, I think... It was kind of like, Jesus, <laughs> like, what the hell's going on here? Look, there's a lot of guys on tour who couldn't handle that. Bubba certainly can't handle that kind of stuff. The fact that he went through that, he kicks a guy out on 16 and he goes out and he gets into a playoff. I personally, I think that that takes some guts. I just think, I guess to kind of wrap, I know this is a very polarizing topic. My take on the whole thing is if the guy was following him all day long, I totally get it, but he could have handled it in a more professional way. But he's young. I mean, I guess everybody forget he's 24. It's not like he's, he's probably used to a little confrontation. He's a young guy. He wants to, you know, wants to, he's, he's a small guy in stature. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe he had something to prove. Who knows why he did it? I think it was a little bit overblown. I think that that's... Hopefully this sets a precedent 
moving forward for spectators that, hey, this stuff's not going to be tolerated. Look, I think that JT, if this continues, though, will turn into a Bubba 2.0, and the fans are going to turn on him. Regardless of how good he is, the fans will turn on him. If he's, <laughs> he called him out in the media, he did that. People are going to... And guess what? Now he put a giant target on his back for tournament. Drunk guys are going to know, oh... We can say something to Justin and get him all riled up now. He put a huge target on his back for, for drunk guys at tournaments. You could, it, it could get bad for you, him for a little bit. And you could bit. be right. And, but here's the thing. Here's the difference. If he keeps winning, he will be loved. He has almost as many wins as Bubba Watson in two years. He's, you know, <laughs> yeah. he's going to be fine. If he keeps winning, he's going to have the love. And I think that this, this too shall pass. That's a good take. So moving on from Justin in the Honda Classic, next week... First WGC of the year. I'm pumped. It's a huge field. Top 70 players in the world. I mean, it's going to be unbelievable. It's uh, down in Mexico where the altitude is very, very high. And they're going to be hitting the piss out of the ball. It's awesome. I love it. And I also love it's an old school golf course. And uh, the scores were not extremely low last year. I think uh, 14 under won it, which is you know, kind of a normal PGA Tour weekend. You'd expect a short course like that in the altitude, or as short for the altitude, they'd be able to rip up. But, uh, you know, it's kind of fun to watch. It was great last year. I, I liked it a lot, actually. It's a tight track. You can't take driver off the tee on very many holes. You're going to see a lot of guys out there hitting irons and woods off the tees. Uh, I mean, it, I think that it's a ball strikers tournament to win. I think so, too. I mean, that which plays into the hands of great iron players. I wish Tiger was here. Huh. <laughs> I think Tiger would seriously contend if he was playing totally. this. Um, who are your picks this week? Give me, give me, give me a lock, or give me, give me a you know an easy take, and then give me a sleeper. I've been on it for <laughs> since we really started the podcast. I'm going with my man Jordan Spieth, oh baby. God. Are you kidding me? Pick him till he wins. <laughs> <laughs> He's bound to win. No, but in all seriousness, I touched on it. Um, you know, on the last podcast. His putting, he found something, you know, at Riv, and uh, I think he's coming. This is an iron player. He's literally, like, top five iron player on tour, so this is this is right up his alley. If he gets the putter going, making putts, he could run away with this. How about that? He could run away with this. Typical speed win. My sleeper, Ho-Tung Lee, most underrated, if you can even say that now, player in the world. Bet Nardi, man. He's the man, the Bettinardi man, rolling that rock. He could win. I, he's the best player. I mean, he's the best player in China, and a uh, huge name. If For all those who don't, don't know him, you will. I second that. <laughs> My picks, um, I'm going to go Euro again. Tommy Fleetwood. Great iron player. I mean, he's guy, a great, iron, great player. iron player. The guy who took second last year in this event. I think he's ready to show the world what he's made of, and he's going to do it in huge fashion against... The top 70 players in the world and show him who's boss, move himself into the top 10 in the world. My sleeper pick, I don't know if you would say that he's a sleeper, but we just don't, we haven't seen him much on the PGA this year. And he hasn't got, you know, he hasn't really contended on the PGA Tour since he won the Masters. The Surge. He's a ball striking machine. El Nino. <laughs> I think he's, I think he's going to have a good week. Uh, I think he's going to, you know, come back on the PGA Tour this year strong. I think he hates that nickname, El Nino. He probably does. <laughs> I love Serge. Did you see the wrist injury thing, though? No. Uh, yeah, apparently. I don't know. He was, he's kind of hurt. I don't know. I didn't hear much about, I don't know really what's going on with him. He's playing, 
But I think there's I something going on with the wrist. He's got like tape or something. I don't know. Something's going on with his wrist. Hopefully he's okay. I love Surge. What do you think uh, going into this week? Last year he played great here. Rory, what, what? I mean, I know we keep harping on him, but he's a huge name. I think people want to hear about him. What, what do you think he's going to do this week? Does he find it? Does he not find it? He's been playing a lot of weeks in a row, man. I mean, Jesus. I think Rory top 25s this week because he's playing outside the United States. And I think the United States has been a bad place for him <laughs> as of late. Viva la Mexico! Yeah, he, does, he does well. I mean, you, it's not overseas. He does well outside the country. Um, and this is technically a Euro event, too. Yeah. So maybe he'll play well. Maybe, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm losing steam on my, my Rory takes, but I, I don't know, man. I, I'm worried about him. I, I, I want to see him play well. He, I think he needs to play well this week. He's, I mean, he like this is this is the best players in the world now. This is like the best field, world ranking rise he will have played. It's not a driver's course, so that's pretty much all he's done well. Yeah. He's not striking the irons well, and he's not putting well. He's in trouble. And actually, just to take us back to something I said in the first podcast, I called a five-putt the Brooks Cupka. This was the event last year, the WGC Mexico. He five-jacked it from 10 feet, which which gave us the name the Brooks Cupka for the five-putters of the world. He is a U.S. Open champ, though. Yeah, well, that's we're not talking about that right now. (laughs) I'm just saying. Let's wrap this up. Uh, This is... You know, this is a fun podcast. Can't wait for next week. Hope you guys enjoyed. We will see you for the Viva La WGC Mexico. We're getting out and playing this weekend. I hope you are too. Let's go, baby. We'll see Bowden down in Cincy. Shout out, Rowdy Bowden. Let's get it. Stripe show. So this now, back up the hill for his par. Oh, no. for par oh my goodness it lips out